Welcome to episode 2. This is called P3 and P4. So in 2008, I joined my primary 3 and the whole excitement was about one thing. We were going to start using pens and stop using pencils. Because in my P1 and P2, we were using pencils. So in P3, you would start using a pen. And guess what types of pens we used to use? We used to use fountain pens. If you have an idea what a fountain pen is, there was nothing to be excited about at all. Like, at fucking nothing. So, they used to send us for fountain pens. Fountain pens are pens that uh, require you to to get ink from the bottle. Like, you drop in the pen and then you suck out the ink and then you use that ink to write so they're not like big pens they do not come with ink you must buy the pen and also buy the ink so those are the pens we used to use like uh, like in the old days when uh abraham used to i mean <laughs> when the prophets used to write scriptures used to write um leaders used to write um letters to the community using quill feathers so it was like that kind of technique but then with the fountain pens the ink lasts longer so that was the excitement we were going to start using pens and stop using pencils the very very first thing we messed up with that's number one we didn't have any idea on how to use these pens a lot of ink was spilled we didn't know how to write using these pens like holding the pen was an issue <laughs> we didn't know how to hold the pens it was a disaster we had a very bad handwriting ink spilled on the books <laughs> i don't even explain pens got spilled so these fountain pens they, they were of two types there was a short nib and then the long nib the long nib was a good quality the short nib was the worst pen you could ever have because with a short nib the moment it drops like this the nib is going to split or the nib is the nib is going to push back and there was this black thing there was this black thing um at the back of the nib it would so the nib would push back and then you would end up only having the black thing first so it would write like a marker in case you tried writing in your book so that is messed up and and there is no way you could you could i mean repair the pain it was very hard even though you hit the nib like with a stone and try to like add up the the two parts of the nib in like two days it will you will start you will start scratching your book and you don't want to scratch your book you don't want to scratch your book so those were those were like the poor quality then the long nibs the long nibs were the good quality but they also had their disadvantage if they fall down like a lot of course the nib would split and when the nib splits that one but for that for the long nib and the nib splits the nib would split it could take you for some time. <laughs> it could take you for some time. You just have to make sure you do not lose the cup of the pen. But that was very impossible. I mean, people had, people had, because they used to come in different colors, maroon, green, black. So some, <laughs> so someone had the head. The head of the of the fountain pen was green, 
the behind part was maroon and the cover was black. <laughs> and then someone would claim they came with that pen from home or they bought the pen like that. <laughs> yeah, they were supposed to, it's supposed to be like a matching set. The head, the back part, the back cover and the front cover, they, they must all be the same color. But in some way, like within the first week, second week, that would be like a different story. <laughs> To be a different story, uh, the other issue would be some people would bite like the container. The container that would hold the ink was rubber, so some people addicted to like chewing. Like there was people chew pens, so they would chew the tip. They would chew that container that holds the ink. So <laughs> at the end, you have nothing to hold your ink for some time. So what you do, you do the cool, you do the cool feather method. Drop in the pen, come and write. When the ink is done. Drop in again and then write again. <laughs> and then if you're lucky enough ink doesn't spill, probably some neighbor is going to bypass you and then knock your bottle of ink and the ink is going to splash in all your books on you <laughs> on the floor and let them there find ink around your place. So the teacher there find ink around your place. You're going to mock the whole class. It was so fucked up. The other exciting thing about it because the exciting thing about primary theories was because we were going to start using mathematical sets. Owning a mathematical set was like a very huge privilege. We felt like we were so grown. We were so grown in our mathematical set. But to tell you the truth, if you stayed with your full mathematical set, like all instruments are in in the second week, you're like the pro. By the end of the first week, something would be missing either the first thing i would miss is this paper that this this paper that come within the mathematical set that come with uh the timetable blah blah blah, blah. and <laughs> slowly it's then the then the long ruler the long short ruler is the first thing to go missing then the compasses will go next the sharpener the rubber <laughs> if you're lucky enough you'll start with the protractors what do they call those triangular rulers? I've forgotten what they're called. Set squares, set squares. So if you're lucky, we stay with protractor. We stay with the protractor, and a set square. <laughs> that would run you for the for the end of the whole, of the whole term. Sometimes the whole thing just goes missing. Once you do not label your things, it's it's gone. Just forget about it. <laughs> oh my God. And then there was this introduction of vernacular speaking. So they introduced cards, vernacular speaking cards. And if that card there lands on you close to assembly time, assembly used to be, I think, on Wednesday, Wednesday or Monday, I'm not quite sure. So if that card lands on you close to assembly day, <laughs> you are definitely going to be called upon assembly for vernacular speaking vernacular speaking was like speaking different different languages apart from english english was the only language that was supposed to be spoken at school so if you're called speaking luganda lunyankore uh lunyaranda or you're speaking uchiga lusoga you would get the vernacular speaking card so if that day finds you very unlucky and you don't find someone else to give that so the process of the, of the of the card was like this the teacher would find you speaking vernacular they would give you the card then you must find you must look for someone who is speaking vernacular and then you give them a the card so that's the only way that's the only way you had to let go of the card 
<laughs> so I had to look for someone else who's speaking vernacular and hand them the card. Then that person also has to look for someone else who's speaking vernacular and hand them the card to go, to get away from the card. Because if you stay with that card for more than if you stay with that card for so many days, that is a problem. That is that is something you don't want you don't want to happen to you because that means you've been speaking vernacular all throughout. Yeah? So that, that's how the cycle was. And then at the assembly they would call the person who was they would call they would call the the person who was the card from all classes. Each class had their own card. So this person comes up and then they ask and then they ask them, So who gave you the card? So you see the person who gave you the card. And then that person who gave you the card also measures the person who gave them the card and then the cycle continues and that is how they got you all culprits to go up there. And then, and then you know what happens next. That was that wasn't the only shame. They had to beat you guys up. So some unfortunate week I happened to be among those people on the vernacular speaking cycle. We were called in front and then we were caned man. Caning in front of assembly was like the worst thing ever. The very worst thing. You wouldn't want to be caned. But that was cool. That was cool. I think I think the vernacular speaking thing was was the basic one. Let me see, was there a coupling? Oh 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 yeah 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 there was coupling. So there was a student there was a student who some new student who joined us in P three. She was from some school in Kampala. Of course. And say some school from Kampala, I means I was studying from Masaka. If you've been listening to my podcast, you get to that most of my stories are in Masaka because I was I grew up from Masaka. So this Kampala kid comes in and then they start things of coupling. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know if you guys remember um, these sweets. We used to call them sweet impeta. They 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 were like ring like sweets. They were rings, but then on top they were candies. So they used to sell them. They were like one hundred, one hundred. So boys would buy those sweets for girls that they're interested in, and then they bring you like. <laughs> They bring you sweet impeta. It's like proposing. Like I want you to be my girlfriend. <laughs> so guys would buy those sweets for girls that they're interested in. Ma, we had a lot of candy. We might have been writing me though a sweet kamotoka. Like sweet kamotoka is like sweets formed in shapes of cars. There's, those were the training sweets. Sweet, sweet kamotoka, sweet impeta. Then there was sweet G. So G, sweetie G is like, uh, it was like an egg, and then inside there were small candies. Yeah, so those were like the training sweets. So back to the topic of coupling. So this girl comes in and then is interested in some two guys, one guy today. Today it's this week, it's this guy. Next week it's the other guy, and then she gets a book and then she writes down people. And then she starts coupling them with guys like she writes the girls' names and then she writes the boys' names and then she starts matching them. So unfortunately, the teacher lands on this book. <laughs> and then we were called by the senior woman. <laughs> Once you called by the senior woman, just know it's it's fire. It's going to be fire in there. 
I don't practically, I don't really remember what took place. All I know we were called by the senior woman and then we were asked questions. People snitched on others and then they gave, they gave in, uh, they gave in their friends. Uh, saying that these are couples, some people even had to lie because they had to find them. They had to find of of, of avoiding the bullshit. So they, so they accused people of coupling that weren't really coupling. People had nyam 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 lugambo, lugambo twenty four seven nyam nyam nyam. Hey, and um, I don't know how. It, I don't remember. I don't remember how it really ended. But then there was there was that saga. There was that saga. Then there was also this these times of of performance when papers used to return. If you haven't performed well, they would cane us. Jesus. They would cane us. People would try to cover people would go to school when they're trying to cover <laughs> when they're trying to cover their bum bums. For example, you put in like you wear like three knickers. <laughs> like you know, you're sure that day you're not going to survive canes. And then people would still be cold. They'll tell you to go and then to, and then they'll tell you to go and take off those extra clothes that you wore. People used to even put in books, like they'll get exercise books and then put them in <laughs> put them in their knickers. And then when the teacher starts caning, it will sound like a bomb. <laughs> like and once they know you put in some stuff in there, just know you're going to get extra canes. Sometimes they would even flip, like they would flip the top material and then they would cane you with the lining. And you know how like, the lining was like, it was very light, like it, you could literally feel the stick on your, on your skin. It could land on your skin. And, and I was lucky, it was, it was, it was only one time when I was in cane and I was given sweets, oh god. That was like, that was like the only time I, was, I think I remember I was rewarded uh, for good performance. The, I don't know what happened for, the, <laughs> I don't know what happened for the rest of the days. <laughs> I don't know what happened for the rest of the days. Oh my God! How did I forget this? There was this trend of always moving in clicks. So if you didn't have a group, it almost felt like you're the old man out. <laughs> So we would write, so for, so people had like, girls had like groups, it was like a thing. So girls had, we used to move like in cliques. So if you're not in like in a clique, you would have to write a letter to one of the groups that they're interested in, that they could put you in their clique and you hang out with them. So when you're in their clique, that means you're going to be going, with, you're going to be going with them um, for break. For lunch, you're sitting together during break, you're sitting together during lunch, you're, sitting, you're literally doing everything, even if it's like schoolwork within class time, it's it's your clique. If you don't have a clique, you're not surviving. <laughs> if you don't have a clique, you're not surviving. I remember one time I wrote I I a letter to some, to some group of girls to join their clique. Like, I was very desperate. <laughs> I felt like it was. A th- I felt like if I didn't have a group, I'm nothing. So I joined the group, and then you had to share everything. Like when you join the group, you must share your eats. You must do. <laughs> like if you had no click, you had no life. There is no way you're going to survive. <laughs> oh god! And then, then there would be fights. Then people would be chased out of the group. There was always a group leader. 
<laughs> and the group leader, if, if the group leader, if the, if the group leader didn't find you as suitable for to be in the group, then they would they would chase you out. <laughs> and then you have to go look for another group. <laughs> it was fucking fucking drama. So uh, let's go to P four. P four. P four is when I joined my boarding. I joined boarding first time to start sleeping in school you're not going to go back home anymore I was actually excited because I, I think I was just tired of this of the schooling oh my god before we go to P4 there was there was this time we had education week in school so there was education week that was held uh, at school Education week is like uh, schools they participate like in the competition of singing like church choir music Bible study um, traditional dances things like that so we wanted to attend <laughs> so I told my mom I told my mom I want to go for education week it was on Saturday so they were allowing us even as we in day to go for the education week so I get my friend. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember. There was this friend of mine, he had his dad. So his dad is the one who took us to school that day. And we went for the education week. We were so happy. <laughs> we went for the education week. And I fell sick during the function. I had to go to the nurse and then get medication. And there were, yeah, and get medication. So. After the function, there was going to be a bus that was supposed to take us back home to to like drop us at our different uh in our different areas home areas. I don't know. I either I think I missed the yeah I must have missed the bus. I missed the bus, and then I had to walk home. Me and my friend we had to walk home because there is no we're going to there's no we're going to call our parents and tell them we missed the bus. Like how are you going to start explaining to them that? <clears throat> so we leave the function and then we walk home that was the very first time I had to walk home by myself not my parent I had never crossed the road I had no experience at all so I'm with my friend we are like we on the road we're just figuring out how to do this I was actually scared I was shivering but at the same time I was excited I don't know it was like mixed emotions so we had to cross the most dangerous road if you all know Masakambara Highway. The road is hella huge. And then there are these coasters from Bara to Masaka. They come like at a very high speed. Like a lot of people have died on that road. I don't know how. I can't even explain to you how we crossed that road. But we somehow crossed the road. We ran. We had to run and cross the road. And luckily we reached home. We weren't knocked at all. All my friend, my friend, uh, reached. Uh, I escorted my friend to their place, and then after I walked home, I just, I just couldn't believe I had done that. I had to talk about it. That was the very first time. I, I, I mean, I had to walk on the road by myself and walking from school to home. I don't know, but but we reached. So back to people. My excitement of joining boarding. So, on the day we had to report, 
my brother pulls off a stunt our school was a hilly our school is a our school was a hilly area so kids used to love uh sliding off like on certain hills so there was this famous uh hill so kids would would uh would cross over the fence and then they would sit and then they would slide up to down to the dining area it was like from upper school to the dining area the dining area was like in the lower part of the school so my brother also thought that was wise for him to do so he f- he crosses over the fence and then he sits down and nakuba gogolo i think that's the, that's the best thing i can say like it was like gogolo like where you guys you sit like in a jerk and then and then you would slide like ogena mjalo na mtu na like on those hilly areas so it was like that but this time around it didn't have i think they used to sit like on peppers i don't remember what it was they were like cardboard boxes so they would sit and then they would slide down so he slides down and then he trips and down and and the ground was like stony they had it was like a stony area so he slides down and strips and then hits his head down so he had sense of he gets on it's my first day of boarding my parents are still organizing my stuff in my in my dormitory i am a bit scared i'm a bit excited at the same time and then my parents had to leave ali because they had to take my brother to the hospital I was so pissed at my brother for the fact that he was the reason as to why I had to I had to you know my parents had to leave me early. I have no I have no experience about boarding. I'm seeing everyone like some people's faces are new. They're giving us uh do, what they call them we used to call them queen mothers. I don't know, they'll give us like P six P six kids to take care of us. We used to call them mothers. But these mothers <laughs> These mothers would come and take your stuff. They would eat your things. <laughs> they pretend to be like they're keeping for you your your eats, and then they would eat them. They keep for your juice. They they always make sure they come and take a share of your juice. But I don't know who came up with this bullshit, man. Who are being bullied? Like in actual sense, who are being bullied? So I don't know. Before before was was mad it was well they reached a point and i was like i don't want boarding anymore i want to go back home life was just hard having to go for preps it was like oh my god man i have to go for preps <laughs> and then they would steal your things this is still our slippers so sometimes you would go for prep like in the evening we'd go to class bare feet because someone stole your slippers you can't wear someone else's if they get you they're going to beat you or they had a tendency of sl- like if someone's slipper gets torn, they would go and then steal someone else's slipper. <laughs> Sometimes you find your, you find you have on, you only have one slipper, so you would either you would move with one slipper in one leg and the other leg didn't have anything. Or you also do the same and go k- pick someone else's shoes <laughs> and roll. If they if they find you, you just surrender and give them back to the one and still look for someone who has your slippers. It was hard life, fucking hard life. And then of course we had to eat posho and beans, posho and boiled beans from Monday to Saturday. Lunch supper. Boiled beans, I think I didn't make a walk home. Maybe in 
the push wasn't that ready <laughs> man life if you're so lucky you, you would bring a peta to appetize food but oh oh my god <laughs> and then you know during the time of clicks those who had clicks they would get food and then they sit like in a circle and then you you add up like you get all you get all, like all your all your sauce and put like put it on one plate and then they would smash someone smashes the beans to make them look thick and you'd all eat from one plate <laughs> oh, man we do eat from one plate you don't show off someone wash their hands or not but it was just that it was just it was just happy you know to sit down in a click Yo, you I mean someone today if if they if I bring a peta someone else brings a peta the next day like that that just how like we used to roll ah in the morning we used to have buns if it's not buns yellow 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 bananas on Saturdays we used to be excited for Saturdays because that is when they would give us yogurt for for lunch because the director was like was the uh, well I don't know I think the owner of Mado or part of like the board in Mado Mado, Mado is a company that makes yogurt so they would bring us yogurt so each person would get yogurt every every Saturday during lunch time and also we had to start peeling <laughs> life was hard we had to start peeling Lumonde remember it was Lumonde that is sweet potatoes and then did we peel matoke? No, I think it was sweet potatoes and cassava. Sweet potatoes and cassava is what we used to normally peel. Then you and then you slice your hand, and then the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole week you're going to just be feeling bad. Oh God, before people was challenging because it was the very first year I had to be in boarding trying to keep up with life and then and then you it was it was a lot you had to clean you had a day for cleaning the dormitory and if you do not clean if the mission there finds there finds a place not clean you might you could you could get a punishment a punishment for cleaning the whole dormitory like the whole week and the dormitories weren't like small room dormitories there were holes of dormitories. <laughs> I think that and the and the most uh, the holes of dormitories. I think that's why we were so scared. Like the room was so huge, very huge. So you would wake up in the morning. I mean, you you would wake up at night because you want to go and pee. The toilets were in the corridor. They were outside. They were they were within the building, but like not within the room where we used to sleep. So you would wake up. And then everywhere is quiet. And then you would hear water splash and you would think it's a ghost. <laughs> and you would think it's a ghost. Then people started telling us stories about Bukalabanda. <laughs> Bukalabanda was. Uh, Bukalabanda was. Uh, they are imagined to be skeletons but with wood. Man, we had stories. Bukalabanda, they come at night. <laughs> And if you are awake, they would come and make you, and the, I mean, they would take you and they make you dig, and then they bring you back, and then you wake up, and then you wake up tired, and your feet are dirty. There were so many stories. Oh my God. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. So you look up at night and you're scared. You no one no one is awake. So some people would sleep talk and when you hear someone sleep talking you think it's it's a ghost so you run back. <laughs> you run back to your <laughs> to your bed. Hey Jesus. You run back to your bed, you're scared. So I mean uh, in conclusion, P4 was challenging, challenging, but we we survived. I survived. I used to send my brother. I used to send. I used to write letters to my parents and give them to my brother because my brother was the one who was in there. So he sent them. He sent them for for eats for juice. <laughs> You first greet them, you act all nice, thank them for things they are doing, and you kiss them for stuff. And you, today, if you if you if you given him a heart letter tomorrow, you do the one for the stuff. <laughs> just like that. So just know, P four, P four was, P four was, P four was really crazy. It was crazy. It was a lot we had to keep up with. In P four. Oh, the one for class. I was going to live in my mind before. And before our class teacher was a math teacher, and then it reached a point where where he told us that if you if you do not know the math the multiplication table by head, you're not entering my class. So in the morning we used to have like classes during morning prep, and then he would he he would uh. Would let us all stay outside. He calls one by one and tells you. For example, it's like five times four. Gives you like, gives you like one minute to think about it. If you don't have the answer, you step aside. So only those that, only those that, only those that passed would go in. Would go in for his class. And if you didn't know, you would either beg for him to let you in, or you, that means they're going to cane you, so that you get in, or you're going to have a punishment. So you had to know your math. I mean, the math multiplication table by head from number one to thirteen. Oh my god! I don't know how but we were, we were, we had to be geniuses by force. Like I knew the multiplication table by the end of from uh, <laughs> calling it from by the end of P four. I knew the multiplication table by head. It was by force. You had to understand it. You must know. You must know the multiplication table. Basically, that was it. P three, P four. See you in the next episode.